Welcome to the Let's Get Vulnerable podcast with me, your host, Dr. Morgan Anderson, clinical psychologist, relationship coach, love expert, creator of the ESL relationship method, and athletic wear connoisseur. My mission is to help you raise your self-worth, have great relationships, and step confidently into the next level of your life. Each week, two episodes will air featuring expert advice, live coaching, and tips showing you exactly how to improve your life and attract great relationships. You deserve to feel empowered, secure, and loved. So buckle up and let's get vulnerable. Exciting update. I have a brand new free resource. You all asked for it, so I created it. This is a relationship attachment quiz designed to help you understand your patterns in relationships. You can take this totally free quiz now by going to the link in my Instagram bio at Dr. Morgan Coaching and click attachment quiz. And you all know I love to hear from you. So either screenshot and tag me with your result or send me a DM letting me know your result from the quiz. You guys, this is totally free and this will be helpful to you. So go check it out. Can't wait for you to take the quiz and to share your results. Y'all, I'm so excited about this episode. This is a live coaching episode and we have a very special guest today, Blake Premer. He is in advertising. Um, he is on Instagram, B-P-R-E-M-E-R. So go follow him. Him and I actually met on Instagram and he was on a live dating show recently on Facebook. He did not find the love of his life that way, unfortunately, but he is continuing his search for love and he is brave enough to come on here and do a live coaching episode. And I'm so excited. Y'all are going to learn so much. Welcome, Blake. How are you? Good. Thank you so much for having me and helping me. I appreciate it so much. Yes. And there's so much that we can talk about. I'm really excited. And you guys, I was joking around with Blake before this episode that we need a a safe word if things get too deep or too personal. So I think we said pineapple. It's true. Yes. (laughs) He's going to say pineapple if he's not ready to talk about it. Yeah? (laughs) Yes. If you hear pineapple. (laughs) audio goes blank. Okay. <laughs> Great. So Blake, how, how old are you? Tell the audience. I am 34. You are 34. You're living in LA, grew up in Miami. And so tell me a little bit about where you're at in your dating life right now. Yeah, I feel like I'm at that intersection of 100% clarity of what I want. No question, would love a be- you know beautiful wife, great kids, like that's um, clear. And no question previously in my life, maybe I had not had that clarity. I was kind of not taking it as serious. I'm serious. So I have that. But I'm at the intersection of, I just don't know how to find that person right now. I have dating app fatigue. Uh, I can't go to bars, clubs. So yeah, I'm a bit lost. I have the clarity, but I don't know how to get to that. Yeah, I don't know how to meet that person right now. 
Okay. There's so much there we could talk about. I love it. And I, you know, think that you being vulnerable and sharing where you're at is how you get the most out of this time. So that's great. So tell me about finally feeling quote unquote ready um, to have a wife, kids, do, do the whole family thing. How do you feel like you got to that place? I mean, COVID um, and everything going on, definitely, you know, being alone so much kind of has allowed me to really look within myself and be like, what am I missing? And no question, uh, having that special someone, having a family uh, is, is number one in my life. And I love that because it's the hypothesis that I made coming true. If you listen to older episodes, everyone knows. And it's true. It's being researched. I don't know if you knew this, Blake, but there is research that says that we are going to have a marriage boom post-COVID because of things like this. Your values are getting so clear. I did not know that. Okay. Yeah. So, so that makes a lot of sense. And so now I want to ask you this why, why is it important to you? What about it really matters? Yeah. I mean, I see my parents. I'm so thankful they're still together. Um, they raised me. Uh, and yeah, I just want to be next. I, I, I really appreciate a family. Uh, I appreciate going to Thanksgiving and being with the family. I want to be the one who's also with my own family at the Thanksgiving family. Uh, yeah, I just, I just want that chapter of my life to start. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And it sounds like for you, family is a huge value. Family is really important. Absolutely. I'm so thankful. I, you know, parents still together. I'm just, I'm, I'm a positive person in my life and no question. It's the direct result by having a strong, loving family. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. All right. And then in terms of for you, what is it that you feel like you personally um, need, or I guess could even grow more in, um, by having a partnership? What does it mean to you personally? Yeah, I think it'd be that next step of, of seriousness that, but that's actually exciting to think about. Um, yeah, it's like taking things, you know, adulting, we call it. Adulting, uh, yeah, adulting, <laughs> yeah. And you are, you know? you're a very positive person. I feel like you kind of show up in the world as somebody very positive. But I want to maybe even have you think about a partner, right? Is that person who you're going through life with and maybe somebody that you could lean on for support, right? And So true. And yeah. even, you know, aspirations beyond what I'm currently doing, I think would be enhanced, you know, with that. Um, both career, you know, I, I someday would love to be an entrepreneur and, and start my own company. And so having mm. that support system with someone I, I love and trust, I know would help push me to that next level. Um, so yeah, to, to that career wise. And then, yeah, I would love some little Blakey's. You, know, <laughs> you really want some kids. That's so great. I, I do. I want some, I want some kids. I want to, I know I'm going to be a great father. It's one of those things where it's some like, I hear it. I hear it all the time and I agree. They're like, you'd be a great dad. And I want, I, I cannot wait to be a dad and like raise a, a kid and just be able to like instill yeah. values. Like that sounds amazing. I'm ready. You, you got the dad jokes ready? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm ready for them. Yeah. Okay. So there's some of the deeper stuff. Now we're getting to the deeper stuff. 
So you want to be able to grow who you are. You want to have that teammate who helps you grow, helps you be the best version of yourself, maybe helps you in your career as you're, you know, maybe having your own company. Um, And then for you going on and having your own children and being in that father role, that's really important to you. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I'm just like such a naturally loving person. Um, so yeah, I'd be excited to to share that love with like someone. Um, yeah. Yeah. I feel like all the women listening to this are going to come <laughs> like hit you up, just slide in the DMs. <laughs> just go, just go say hey to Blake. Because yeah. you know what? I think a lot of times people feel like men like you, or even if it's the other way, right? If it's men looking for women, you can get this idea that people like Blake here, that they don't exist, that you can't find someone who wants the commitment, wants the partnership. You know, they're, they're good looking and they're also, you know, driven and want to have a family. It's so hard to find those things is the way people think. So anyways, I just feel like those people are out there and your, your match is out there, Blake. Um, but you have to be able to open your mind to it also and, and know and really know that it's out there. So this episode is also a gift for all of my women listeners to know that, okay, there are Blakes out there in the world. I, I just okay. gave you a huge compliment. I don't know how, Thank you. how you feel. Dr. About Morgan. Uh, are you kidding me? I'm like smiling so big. I'm humbled. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm happy to be a gift. <laughs> Pineapple. Oh. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Just kidding. So, so, Blake, how do you feel when you're thinking about all of these reasons why this is important? What emotions does it bring up for you? I usually default to motivation. Like even when I'm sick, I'm like motivated to get healthy or like, you know, when I'm working, I'm Mm -hmm. like motivated. Like I I always default to motivation. Um, And so I think what you're hitting at is like, even in this case, I'm like, I feel like I'm motivated to like find that person. Um, Mm -hmm. And maybe I kind of need some other emotions rather than just every day. I'm like, I'm full on motivational coach to myself on every front. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think one thing is when you think about motivation, motivation can kind of come and go, right? Motivation like will go up and down with whatever we're working on. Um, So one thing I would have you kind of shift to is a sense of certainty and clarity and almost peace with this vision. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, That's complete opposite of where I'm at. No question. Instead of like push, push, push up, down, up, down. I want you to try to see if you can feel into clarity and certainty and peace a little bit more when you think about having this partnership and, and having this marriage and your, your future. Okay. That's a shift. So thank you. (laughs) Do you feel like that's possible for you? Yeah. I, I I mean, just right now it gave me plenty to think about. 
yeah, I just like wake up and I'm just like, let's go. And, you know, and I, I think sometimes, I mean, it's a good thing um, in terms of, yeah. you know, some aspects, but I, I, I'm with you. I, I, you know, I don't do much meditation. I don't, yeah. you know, I go for walks, but usually when I'm even going for walks, I'm talking with someone. I'm always like in motion. Um, yeah. So the word peace is like, wow, that is a, a yeah. state that I don't normally put myself in. I want you to think about this. Sometimes when you are, you know, push, 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 and I'm motivated and I'm going to get shit done. That is a great attitude for certain things. You know, maybe the gym, a run or certain work goals. But then when it comes to relationships, it's almost like if you're trying to catch a bird and that bird represents a relationship, right? And, and you're over here like waving your arms and like, hey, I'm here, come here, you know? And yes. the, the bird is like, what? Um, versus if you can kind of have an open palm and accept and know, deeply know and get certainty that that relationship is coming to you, then the bird's gonna have somewhere to land. Okay. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm kind of with, I get, yeah, I get it. For sure. <laughs> I'm, using, I'm doing a lot of metaphors today. No, I like it. That makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. So there's a little thought shift on it. Now let's talk about what's getting in the way. You mentioned dating app fatigue. Um, and I know there's some other things. So tell me what is getting in the way? Yeah, exactly. So like I just I just completed this this live dating Facebook show. And I I I thought it would be a good thing for me to just solely be seen as like like a bachelor looking for love. Um but yeah, I, I still think my theory and I, I would love to ask you if you if you kind of align with this, I still am convinced I will find my partner when I'm just being like the best version of myself. And in kind of like a, a role that someone finds attractive and that I then find attractive. Um, so this was like, it's just a step outside of it. I was just a bachelor instead of being, wow, look at Blake, this like expert advertiser who speaks in front of thousands of people or look at Blake, he, you know, and so I'm like, I, I was like, I've always had that theory that the best version of me, that's when I will find that partner. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I wrestle with, is that even a true theory? Uh, or is this kind of batch of like, okay, I'm on the dating apps or like people know I'm just looking for, you know, love. Like I'm wrestling with the two. That makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And I think um, there's this whole thing about, yeah, when you are confident in who you are and you're showing up in your life and you're doing the things that you know you're on this planet to do and you're passionate that, you know, that is a way that you can attract people who are really, really meant for you, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. So there is that. And then the element though of the, of the dating show, which I know you and I have talked about and I really get is this idea that you are putting it out there to the universe. 
that, hey, I am ready for the love of my life. Like you are announcing yes. it. You are out there. You are motivated. So I, I also get that element. And yeah, and it, I think the question is how can you kind of merge the two of those? What, what would it look like to have both, right? Be doing what you love and also just fully open to, okay, I'm ready for my life partner. Got you. Yeah, because it's like one avenue is just here's single Blake. The other is like, here's Blake. He's an advertising expert. He's this and that. Oh, and he happens to be single. And so I've always thought that theory of like, and he happens to be single, but he's like this person. Mm. That's where I need to be to really find that, that partner in my life. But that maybe yeah. has been holding me back for my whole life because I'm trying to get to that place of notoriety oh or just yes i don't know if i'm making any sense no That's you are truth 100%. Light, bulbs. light bulbs going off for <laughs> me right now so all right you can see how this fits but a lot of times what happens for men and also happens for women is this idea that you have to reach a certain level of success in yep. order to then be quote unquote good enough or to then attract the level of partner that you desire. Um, but that once you get to that notoriety, that then it'll just kind of like fall into place. Do you feel like you had those thoughts? Yeah. Something like that sounds right. Yes. That's fair. Yeah. Totally fair. Yeah. And the reality is, is sometimes that can also be a way to feel safe because we all know in our world that, okay, if we do our career, if we, you know, be the best in advertising or get the doctorate or become the lawyer or whatever it is, that's a safe bet. That's a way to show up in the world and get recognition. Whereas a relationship isn't always. So sometimes people put all their energy into their career when they just don't really feel safe enough to put any of it into a relationship. What do you think yeah. about that, Blakey? Pineapple. I want little Blakey. Blakey. <laughs> no, I know. I'm sorry. That's I don't mind. like, Dr. Martin called him Blakey? <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's all right. Because I think, you know what? I know I did that. I did that for quite a while in terms of my career of saying like, yeah, I'm going to be a psychologist and that's all that matters. And then once that is professionally achieved, then I can. Mm. And I know for me, part of it, not all of it, but part of it was, I just don't feel really even safe to date. I don't feel like I can risk that um, rejection, like I wouldn't be good enough until I have completed my education and gotten to where I want to be professionally. So, so can, can I give you a real life example, but it's not going to be exact, mm -hmm. but it, it, it's ex it, it is the real life example I'm in or, or scenario I'm in right Good. Now. Yeah. Tell me. So let's say, and it's not, ex this is a little variation, but let's say I am super attracted to this person. She is a expert advertiser. And this is kind of going on right now. And I know she's single. 
And I, I think it would be like an incredible life with her. Like I, I would love to pursue her, but she's like, you know, she's top of her game in advertising. So a part of me thinks, you know, for me to really even open that conversation, I need to kind of be also an expert in advertising before I can even go after her because it's like, if not, I'm just another person who's looking up to her as this leader in the community. But if I'm an equal leader, I feel like that will allow me really a better chance to, to even ask her out. And I'm kind of, that's mm. actually a scenario happening to me right now. I'm like, this is so good. I appreciate you sharing that. So am yeah, I so- off? No, Should no, I no. just ask you out or am I? Yeah, talk to me. <clears throat> so, so and, and how, how do you feel? It sounds like you feel confused and a little bit intimidated and... Yeah, just I mean, the sure, motivated... Not sure where to go. Yeah, the motivated Blake saying, okay, you do need to up your level of, of recognition of, of notoriety so that when you do ask around, it's like you're not just another person in the advertising field you are also a leader in the field and that was honestly I was thinking of even how I was going to open the conversation initially was like once I reached that level yeah asking oh hey maybe we should talk about like how it's going yeah Yeah. I want to I want to just sort of challenge you a little bit and explore this let's just see what's there so is she your boss oh no not at all okay Okay. I love you, Mary. So <laughs> she's married. She's such a wonderful person. You are a great person, Meredith. Do you do you realize that kind of the way that you're thinking about this is as if she's your boss? Because you're oh. thinking that she's she's evaluating you on your performance and your work ability. Mm. But the thing is, Blake, when we're in a relationship and we're in a partnership what we really care about is the person and how they're showing up in the relationship. And also, you know, there's obviously values that are important and clearly you have similar values in terms of ambition and those core values are important, but how those are showing up in your lives currently are not necessarily um, a factor. So if she's maybe a little bit farther along than you, that's not necessarily relevant. What's relevant is that the core value is the same. Got you. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Let, let, let me, let me say this cause this is kind of true too. It's like, let's say that honestly in like a month I have the opportunity to, to be part of a, a big, we'll go into an advertising, a big advertising event. And so, yeah, it being part of that, that would, again, put me on equal footing. And in my opinion, again, give me a better avenue, I guess, to open up a conversation mm. in a more genuine way. But I think I'm just maybe putting someone on a pedestal, you know, and maybe that's yeah. not what I should be doing. I think this is a protective thing on your part. It's a way to help you feel more safe, right? Like, oh, if I have this position, then there'd be less risk of rejection. 
gotcha. with that fear of rejection kind of getting in the way. And then I think also what you're saying, yeah, about putting her on a pedestal, um, I, idealizing the the match a little bit. Yeah. I feel like in your head, maybe you guys have already run off together and started your own ad- advertising company or something. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know. There's like a little bit of idealizing going on. Mm. Maybe. So, yeah. Yeah, no, this is a good quite of like, yeah, it's like focusing on potentially one person rather than just opening yourself up to the possibilities beyond it or just getting it over with in the sense of like, is it a yes yeah. or no? And at least you can move on. Um, yeah. Oh, and I got a, I got a thing for you too. You know, so I'm a professional woman and obviously I've been in relationship dynamics where I was earning substantially more than the person I was dating, much more professional, higher, higher degree of education, et cetera. Um, and I've even <laughs> had the unpleasant experience of someone telling me that they were not comfortable with me earning more than them and that that was why we were breaking up. So as a woman, what, what you come with is like, yes, I'm professional, I'm successful, etc. But all I ask is that the man show up in the relationship and be be a partner, be someone who wants to also grow and grow with me and not care about the level of success that I have or feel intimidated by that. So I think for you trying to think about what would it look like for me to show up as a good partner and not worry about who I am professionally, right? Yeah, no, that makes sense. I mean, I I did not want it to come off that way because like I could I could date the president of the United States. Like my wife could be president of the United States. I'd be pumped. So yeah, it's not like I need to be anything more. Um, And I know that. I know you don't mean it that way at all. Um, But I think just that realization that I think so many professional women, you don't really want, you know, a baller or like somebody who's just killing it at whatever they're doing. Yeah, that's cool. But what you really want is somebody who you share values with, who you can build a partnership with, who you can grow with, right? That's, those are the things that matter. So I feel like part of you is thinking about the things that don't necessarily matter. And you're mm-hmm. using it as protection because of fear of rejection. Gotcha. All right, goodbye rejection, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Does that feel okay? Yeah. 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 No, okay. that makes perfect sense. I mean, I really don't fear rejection in some ways, but like clearly like my actions aren't saying it, but it's like just making me aware of it. It's like, mm-hmm. it's almost like encouraging me. It's like, all right, go ask her out, yes. go ask other people out. Like, yes. why not? Like, why not? That kind of, I'm at the point now, I'm 34, where it's like, there's real and fake things. Like, like your family getting sick is real, you know, like people around you hurting is real stuff like rejection. Who cares? Like that? I don't know. It, yeah. it, it's real, but it's not like they can get over that. Like, um, like for me being vulnerable and talking truth, it's like, okay, someone hears this and is like, wow, Blake, you said that. I'm like, I don't care. Like yeah. I could get sick tomorrow. So um, totally. I'm ready to prove my actions that uh, rejection does not scare me. 
And sometimes it's just there unconsciously and then it's manifesting in these ways that seem to make sense logically. Like in your case, right? It's like, oh, okay, that that made sense. But if we look at it deeper, then we see it. We see the root. So I think that's one thing to be aware of when you're dating. Um, And then also, yeah, how do you respond to rejection? How do you go like, okay, that happened and all it is is information and helping me get one step closer to my ideal partner. Mm. So it's all about mindset, right? There's no failure when it comes to dating. There's just learning and information. Yes. It's like, you're, we're not going to stay in this dating phase forever. <laughs> you know, it's no. like, yeah. Yeah. And then tell me, so, okay, by the way, are you going to go ask this girl out <laughs> before we move on? <laughs> I don't know. Because still... we might need to have a sequel if you do. <laughs> I will let you guys know. Update am... us. Update us. Update us, but I'm trying to keep my horizons. It seems like I'm just literally focusing on this one person and like every day my day center. And it's really not like that. I promise. It's just like something I've thought of, you know. Yeah. She's someone who's on your radar that you see, that you see potential with. Yeah. And you, you have a lot of information gathering to do still when it comes to that relationship. And you've been postponing that first step. And hopefully now you have that encouragement to go and, start it right we'll see if enough people reach out with the word pineapple to me (laughs) blake if if i get pineapples i'm coming back just do it and you will go (laughs) and check out what's going on with this girl okay anyways um tell me about the dating app fatigue because i get that so much so i'd love to hear your feelings about it and hopefully we can help some people in the audience yeah, I just feel like it's like Groundhog Day. <laughs> like it seems like it's like the same thing. You you match with someone that you're you know potentially interested. In, you get the same conversations of like, yeah. "How's your day?" I, it's like, and it's new people. It's like it's so like I value people. Okay, it's like I don't want to lump it. Like and but I'm like, I just had this conversation yesterday, but it's a new human, <laughs> and yeah. it, it feels robotic almost. Um, and so I just, I just don't get excited. It's like, I don't get excited to go on a dating app right at this time right now with the current, I guess, mindset I have mm. of, of deja vu every time I open it. So when you open an app, how are you feeling? Do you notice? Ooh. Um, yeah, I feel like it's not it's definitely not excitement (laughs) (laughs) like oh here we go again almost and it's that's not the real me again all right yeah yeah it's like again i'm so convinced but I, i could be wrong that i'm just like i just want my the best me and people to see me and like a dating app i'm just another picture and same with like i i just don't have a, yeah, it's just, I, I, I want to go to an event and meet someone and actually get, see how they, like, I value a partner mm. who can, like, interact with others and, like, I want to mm. see that and, like, it, yeah, so it's, like, I'm, I'm just, like, I have to, it takes me so long to get that information and it, it, it's, like, tiresome almost to, like, figure that out if this person can be the type of ideal partner that I'm looking for. That makes sense. Okay. Okay. 
Um, and it sounds like the conversations you're having are just not really intriguing to you. You sound, you sound yeah. bored when you were describing the conversations. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 And that's so common. That's so common when I talk to people, they're like, oh, it's the same conversation over and yep. over. What, what do you do for work? What do you like to do? Yes. Oh my God, that question. What do you like to do for fun? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I've, I've resorted to copy paste. Oh, you guys, the truth is out. Blake is copy and pasting in the dating apps. I have a couple like FAQs, <laughs> you know, because <laughs> you're going to get asked what, what are your hobbies? Oh my gosh, I'm dying. I, there, there's I an FAQ. There are other listeners out there. You have it in your notes. Okay. So someone asks please. what are your hobbies. If you are, if you are copy and pasting in your dating apps, please stop. Hell no. Blake and I want to know, like send oh. us a message or like screenshot this episode and share it to your story and tag us and say guilty of the copy and paste. Cause I want to know how many people are doing this. I'm going to say, and I could be wrong. I'm going to say <laughs> at least 35%. 35% have at least copy something from their notes at some point and pasted it as a response in a dating account. How if awkward, how awkward if like you accidentally had the person's name <laughs> in it or something and you just like copy and pa- have you ever done that? Oh my. No, 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 no. Okay. I, I mean, Blake is careful like, with his copy and paste. Don't worry. It's just a couple of things <laughs> of like the hobbies. What do you like to do for fun? What are your favorite restaurants in LA? Oh and yeah. Questions get asked a bunch. I'm just my thumb is happy. I get it. I get it. So yeah. So that really speaks to the level of okay, here we go again, right? It's like you're not even having to think about these conversations. Yeah. yeah. So one thing to think about, there's there well, not one. I have a few things for you. So one to start out with is the energy with which you're approaching the dating apps, which I know you were on the Bumble webinar. So you know you this, right? Incredible at Bumble. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So you need to get in the right headspace and the right energy when you're using the dating apps. So you know how we started this podcast talking about the why and what you want in your life? Be reflecting on that prior to using a dating app. Ooh, that's pretty good. It's like priming yourself. Prime yourself. That's good, Dr. Morgan. Never even thought about that. So prime yourself. Make sure you're in the right headspace. I know y'all are swiping as you're on the couch and you are like watching the freaking Tiger King and you're eating Cheetos and you are just swiping and you are not doing it intentionally. And guess what happens? You get a bunch of matches that you don't even care about because you're not showing up intentionally as you're swiping. I might put on like a nice dress shirt, like you put know, on like, a dress shirt. <laughs> pour it, pour a nice bottle of wine. Get some, <laughs> get some Marvin Gaye on. You know, what, whatever, whatever floats your boat. But no, it's cool. Get, it's a good yeah, way to think about it. Getting the right energy, and then yeah, be intentional about who you are matching with. Like, make sure when you look at the profile, you're like, yeah, okay, this has potential. You know, it's not just everyone. So, and I think a good way to think about that is values. What, what are they actually writing? Not just the pictures, right? Like if 
if someone has like a sentence or they have a couple words in their bio, you can tell they didn't put any effort into it. Clearly, that's not someone who's really ready for a relationship. They're not taking it seriously. So, yeah, that makes sense. So, be aware of that. And then you got to start having some deeper conversations with people. So, opening up with, yeah, like, what would your ideal day look like? You know? Start, you, you, you're a very creative guy. Like you, you know, I'm sure you have lots of questions of things that you would really actually genuinely be interested in knowing about someone. Do you think? I do. I'm just curious beyond dating apps, where else can I um, put myself out there? Uh, yeah. Is, is there other... Uh, yeah, where else can I diversify my efforts? Well, before we leave dating apps, the, uh, the okay. only thing I want to say is get to the phone, have a phone call, have a yep. video call, right? Because the texting back and forth, we, we all know that will fizzle out within a three-day period. Yep. So get a phone date, get a video date, progress it, right? We are in times now where, yeah, meeting up in person isn't as accessible as it has been. So it's really important that you're progressing away from the messaging. Do you do that, Blake? Do you, do you have phone dates with people? Yeah. No, I was in a pretty good state of, of, of going video date, like really quick, like in, within the first interaction almost was like a couple back and forth. And then, Hey, let me know if you want to go on FaceTime tomorrow. That, and how was that working for you? It was good. Was it was information. Yeah. yeah, it was good information. Great learning. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm just ready. That's, what, like, that's the sense I get. You're I, like, I'm just over it. <laughs> I'm gonna try to dress up nice. I'm gonna try to reframe myself. I love Bumble. Okay, and, you know, <laughs> it's not on Bumble. It's on me. Um, no, yeah, totally. it's just. Yeah, I'm just like I'm. I'm excited to think about the other possibilities um, for a yeah. little bit before I get re back. It's like, it's like, all right, I got that fatigue. Yeah. No pro- it's like, take a break. I even think a bubble would agree. Like take a, I take a break for a couple of weeks, do something. Yes. And then re instead of like powering, I would call it, exactly. it feels like I, I need to almost power through right now, the dating apps. And I just want to like, I think I, I think my healthiest thing is just delete them for a couple of weeks, you know, and just like, yeah. and I, then when I redownload it, completely reframe. But I'm literally right now deleting them. Well, Blake, I need a I, break. I, you know what? I was just going to say that you have to be aware of your energy. You have to be aware of your energy. If you cannot bring that, you know, intentional and yeah, I'm ready for my partner. If you can't bring that and show up with that, then yeah, take a break. Right, put the energy. He's literally, you guys. He literally just deleted the apps <laughs> on his phone. I watched him do it. Good accountability, Blake. Um, so take that energy that you're yep. putting into the apps and put it into you. Or okay, right. Put that energy into Blake. What 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 is it that you can do to fill up your gas tank, right? And then Blake, next time you approach dating, finding a way to do it sustainably where you don't get burnout like this, right? Because you're here for the long game. You're here for finding your partner. So 
find a way to show up in dating where it's intentional, it's enjoyable, yep. it's fun, and you don't get this fatigue and burnout. Yes. Okay. That is my promise. If we can talk about what other options I have, you have my promise. Okay, I will cool. return to the dating apps with a new sense of purpose. I promise. I love it. I love it. Okay. All right. Now we can move on. <laughs> so, okay. So here's the tricky thing. It's like, this is different in every single city in terms of if you can meet up with people or not. I mean, LA is what? No, like it's, it's you know... You can't they go to bars. Yeah, we or... just started opening lightly restaurants and bars. Okay. Okay. So there's that. Um, of course, there are other ways to meet people. You know, friends of friends, um, being out in even the freaking grocery store, you know. I actually love a grocery store. I actually did date someone I met at a grocery store once. No. <laughs> Way great guy. <laughs> be, <out> that dude. <laughs> be open, right? Like you never know mm. where you're gonna Good meet advice. someone, and I'm like, I feel like you you know that. What what gets in the way? You think as you're like going about your day, do you do you find yourself like maybe not saying hi to somebody, or do you notice anything that would prevent that? Absolutely. In this current environment, I'm like... Oh, yeah. But that's okay. I mean, that's that's out in public. I mean, but there are a lot of online communities that I, I just, I still think I could potentially, you know, meet yeah. someone within. Um, whether it's the advertising space, it's not just advertising, but... Yeah, LinkedIn. Advertising, yeah. LinkedIn. Um, workouts. A lot of the, there's a lot of like oh workout gosh, groups. Yeah. Workout groups. Instagram is a great place to meet people too. Really? Oh yeah. I mean, we did meet there, but, um, is it okay, yeah. interesting? Oh, I know. Meet. I actually know I've done a lot of couples therapy with couples who met on Instagram. Yeah. If you see somebody's profile, you learn about them, you DM, you know, and I mean, Ooh. it's, it's a great way to meet people. Okay. You can use your hashtags that your ideal partner would use and then go find them via those hashtags. It's <laughs> actually a great idea. Like, <laughs> wait, seriously? Yeah. I'm serious. Just, like, yeah, in, Instagram totally works. Use, use Instagram. Um, I, you know, it, but the thing is, is anytime you're meeting somebody online, you got to move to phone or video. Got it. And then the hard part about where we're at right now is then you have to build trust with someone and kind of decide, okay, do we trust each other enough to meet up, right? And what I would tell people is it takes time to build trust. And particularly in times like this where your health can depend on that trust, you want to be very particular and aware of building that trust over time. Does that make sense? Yeah, definitely. I feel like... I'm a mother or something when I say that, but it, it had to be said. <laughs> no, of course. Makes perfect sense. <laughs> so I don't know. Does that answer for you a little bit? Give you some ideas? Yeah, 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 yeah. definitely. Well, I've been talking a lot, but is there anything else that you feel like maybe you're struggling with now or questions that you have that I could help you with? 
No, I don't think so. I think you gave me plenty to think about for sure. Um, I think probably one of the most useful things is just the word peace. Um, yeah. is, is a great word. So yeah, I'm going to think about how to incorporate even just being at peace more mm-hmm. in my day. Um, and I will say this, I mean, if you think about certainty, clarity, peace, that is attractive because it, it gives you this inner confidence. And then that way, when you're showing up in your interactions, it just lets someone know like, oh, this guy knows what he wants, right? Like yeah. he's, he's peaceful in it. He's certain in it. So, so yeah, I think that can definitely be really powerful for you. Cool. All right. Well, I've got some things to work on. <laughs> Good. Some, we we had some fun. Absolutely. Blake, should we tell them about the dating show? Yeah. So Dr. Morgan and I uh, are collaborating on a dating show on an app called Meet Me. Uh, it's a really cool app. It's a live video streaming platform. And yeah, we're hosting a dating show. Uh, we just did our first episode, and it's exciting. Uh, we had two bachelorettes. They're going to be next week going on tons of quick speed dates, and we're going to see if they can find an instant connection within those speed dates. And yeah, I'm the host. Dr. Morgan's the expert, and we really make a great team. And DM Blake or myself, if you have questions about it, we'll tell you how to yes. find it. It's called Meet Me at a Distance. I was thinking about calling it meet me, love me, maybe, but <laughs> ultimately meet me at a distance made more sense. <laughs> um, but yeah, but, but we would love, we would love for you to just come over and hang out with us. It's a lot of fun. You guys like Blake and I have a lot of fun. You can tell on this podcast, you know, we, we like to have fun, but also give you the knowledge that you need to succeed in dating. So, um, Blake, one thing I do before I let my guests off is I ask them if you're walking on the street and you run into somebody and you want to give them your best life advice, what is it? No pressure, but what what is it that you would tell someone? Is this like a young kid or is this like a, an old man? Like, because oh, I maybe I'm being too specific, but I. I I would think it cha- changes what I tell a younger, mm. a young man versus a... Let's go with a early 20-something. What would you tell him? Early 20-something. Yeah, I would say one, uh, FOMO is not real. Um, Ooh, that's good. Uh, like, yeah, yeah, live your like path. Live your path. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, I, I feel like for a lot of my 20s, I was... I was going to this, I was going to that because I was really afraid I was going to like miss something incredibly special. And now, even before the pandemic, it's like, like that's gone out the window. It's like, who cares? Like, I would rather put that effort into me. As as you said, my path, my, what makes me excited. So yeah, that would be my advice. Like, you think FOMO, get FOMO out of your brain. It ain't real. Like, do your thing, do what makes you happy, be the best you, improve yourself, like go fulfill your dreams. The FOMO that you'll find great. If you miss an event, there'll be another one. If you can't go on this trip, you can plan another one. 
I like, love that. Yeah. I love it so much. FOMO isn't real. You heard it from yeah. Mike. That's so good. <laughs> that that would have saved me a lot of pain in my 20s for sure. That's good. Oh, you knew that in your 20s. No, it would have if I would have oh, known that. I know. That would have been great. So Same. Yeah, that's awesome. And Blake, I just want to say a huge thank you for being vulnerable. Obviously, the name of the podcast is Let's Get Vulnerable, and you did. So, huge thank you and I know the audience really appreciates it. And you all, we would love for you to screenshot the episode, share it to your story, and then take us both. Blake, one more time. What is your Instagram? At B Premer. That's my last name. So it's at B P R E M E R. Great. You guys, you know me, Dr. Morgan Coaching. We'd love to hear from you. And Blake, just thanks so much for being on here. Thank you so much. It was super fun. And as always, y'all, I am wishing you high self-worth and great relationships. I will talk with you soon. You guys, thanks for tuning in. I really appreciate each and every one of you. The best way that you can thank me is by sharing this episode on Instagram Facebook and making sure that you tag me at Dr. Morgan coaching. And it would really mean the world to me if you took just two minutes to leave me a five-star review on iTunes. This podcast is not free to produce. And the more that you help this little show grow, the more people will have access to this valuable information. So until next time, I'm wishing you high self-worth and great relationships. Thank you for being part of this community.